Welcome to the All Around Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe podcast, I'm going to be talking about training intensity and listening to your body, all right? So I think that this is a topic that a lot of us people that are doing CrossFit can get a lot out of, all right? Or if you're training for like uh, intense triathlons or running races or things like that. So if you're doing anything that has any amount of like additional intensity that you sometimes have to bring to the table and you kind of wonder whether or not you should take that extra rest day or you should push through the tiredness, this podcast is for you. And it's been kind of prompted because I'm over at EHP CrossFit in Moorhead, Minnesota, training with Emily, obviously my girlfriend, and Carla Solom, who is the owner of the CrossFit Gym here. Carla's been to regionals several several times and was on the regionals team that I was on back a few years ago. So it's been really fun to get to train with her and with Emily and with the crew here at EHP. They're a great gym. You should definitely stop in if you're ever through the Moorhead, Minnesota area. Good stuff for sure. High, high level of coaching, really cool classes. Um, but what I was getting at was the training intensity. All right. So we've been living in a van here for the last four months and the training intensity has been high, but the volume has not been. So the last few days, actually, so we've been here for almost a week. So we trained here last week and then we trained in Seattle over the weekend, also very high volume and intensity. And then back here again for a couple of days to train even more. So the volume that we put in yesterday was probably the most that I've had in a long time, many months. So it's pretty fitting to have this because the workout that I had today made me really explore my training intensity. And if I needed to listen to my body and back off or listen to my body and push forward. So we're going to talk about that right now. But first, I wanted to mention my partners that are on this podcast, Inside Tracker is the most beneficial thing that I've done for my body in years and years and years. And what they do is they, you sign up for the package that you want. I usually do the ultimate package and it just gives you the most amount of information. Then you go to a blood testing facility, which you set an appointment for. It takes about 15 minutes usually once you get there. It's really quick and easy. The blood draw actually only takes about five minutes. It's very fast. And then in a few days, you get an email from Inside Tracker, and what they do is they give you all of the information that they found in your blood. Then they correlate that with dietary journals and, and let's say sup on food and supplementation and lifestyle so that you can see how you can improve your blood markers. It's not just like a typical doctor would say, hey, your cholesterol is high. Let's give you some meds to do that. <laughs> no, that's the silliest thing ever. So you should, you can eat these particular foods in order to lower your cholesterol. You can make these lifestyle and supplement choices in order to lower your cholesterol or whatever it may be. And the cool thing about Inside Tracker is the very performance operational so that they're looking at making you a better athlete, a better person, because we're all athletes. We're all these people that are trying to do more in our lives. So Inside Tracker really helps with that. And like I said, I do it every three to six months. I highly recommend everybody in my circle does that. It's just the most beneficial thing you can do. 
uh, you know, you go to your doctor, get your annu- annual, and you get every three to six months, you get your blood work done and see how you can change things like your diet, supplementation, lifestyle in order to optimize your body because you're going to feel better, you're going to look better, you're going to perform better. It is just like the most beneficial thing you can do. So go to allaroundjoe.com slash inside tracker and use the code allaroundjoe to get yourself 10% off. That's allaroundjoe.com slash inside tracker. Use code allaroundjoe to get yourself 10% off. And then as it relates to that, Sleeping better is always a positive, right? If you get great sleep, you feel great. So I did an interview a few months back with Sam Smith from Recover Mattress, and he offered us a code, All Around Joe. I believe it's all caps to get it to work. All Around Joe gets you 50% off a Recover Mattress. Now, these mattresses are designed to help you sleep better as an athlete. So check out recovermattress.com and use the code All Around Joe because Sam says if you can sleep better, you actually don't need to sleep as much and you're going to feel like you have way more energy. So check that out. Go to recovermattress.com. Use the code Joe. I highly recommend that you check those guys out. All right, let's jump right into this podcast on training intensity and listen to your body. All right, do you know how to be true to what your body needs? That's the first question. And part of this episode is really cool because we had Inside Tracker as a partner coming in. And there are some things that you can't tell. You have to do that blood testing in order to tell because we'll get in this like hard charging mindset and we won't be able to know whether or not, you know, we're pushing our body too hard. We have too much cortisol, too little cortisol because we've gone too far or whatever else it may be that we need to change in order to optimize our bodies. But it can always start up here in our mind where we need to know if we're actually being true to what our body needs, okay? Do we slam ourselves into the ground because we're able to get extra recovery? Are we listening to our body and know that, all right, I need more rest today because I totally slammed myself the last couple of days and I do not feel up to it? Or am I looking at the workout and thinking, holy crap, that workout's going to crush me. I want to do it the easy way and not push as hard. We need to be able to make those distinctions. And is our you know work-life balance off? So maybe my stress level in some other area of my life is off. And I should actually take it easy in the gym. But you have to ask all these questions. So you need to be able to know how to be true to what your body needs. And the answer is not always the same thing for everybody, okay? I recommend really taking note, whether it's mentally or actually writing down in your journal on a daily basis how you're feeling so that you can get an idea for those trends of like, all right, I'm overstressed at work. And I know that when I push through that, my body doesn't perform as well. And I think that it totally like uh, snowballs on me. Or when you're overstressed at work and you push your body, then it actually switches your hormone patterns around and you feel better. So it could go either way. And if you know those, how your body responds to those types of things, because you've been journaling and thinking about it, then you can make that decision even better. Or if you're the type of person that can just kind of remember it and think about those times, um, that would be me. I think about these things a lot. So I'm not, I don't need to write it down every single day. If I have a specific workout that I'm doing, then I am writing down that time or the the score for that particular workout, then I do write those things down as it relates to that so that the next time that I'm going to hit that workout, I can see, all right, this is what happened, this is how I was feeling, this is what happened the day before, stress level, all that type of stuff. 
Okay, so I would recommend writing it down if you're not that type of if you're not that type of person that thinks about it all the time because it will force you to think about it. Or if you are, you can just make a note of it, and you have to actually be cognitively thinking about these particular things in order to make it happen, to force it to happen. All right. So some days you can push really hard, even though your mind doesn't really think that you can. All right. Some days you can't push really hard or it will be vice versa. Like your mind feels really good, but your body is just tanked. And there's all of these little things that you have to try and like test. All right. You have to have these tools in place in order for you to help you to get to where you want to be. All right. Can you get your mind out of the way? That's something that I think happens to people a lot of times. If they don't have their goals set up so they're like driving towards something, you know, driving towards a CrossFit competition that's coming up or maybe it's making to the CrossFit games or, you know, being the best at your gym or whatever it may be, pushing yourself as hard as you possibly can your mind can sometimes get in the way of those things. You know, you come into the gym, you're like, oh man, I'm not feeling so hot. I didn't sleep so good last night. And the workout looks like it's going to be really hard. So I'm just going to sandbag it. I'm just going to kind of go through the motions and get it, get it done. But, you know, I'm not really going to push that hard. That's fine if your body's totally racked and you think that you're overstressed, but you have to be able to make that distinction. If that's not the case and you're just making excuses, then you're not going to get the results that you want to. You're not going to push yourself mentally and physically to where you're going to need to be. And it's going to, the, the reason is not just because we want to get good results in the gym, it's be, it compounds into everything else in our life. You know, if I didn't feel like recording this podcast every single week, then I just wouldn't do it. You know, it's like, hey, I'm going to put in a half-ass result or half-ass effort into this podcast and then you guys have to suffer for that. So if I put in all of my effort into this podcast by writing the show notes down, that's why I look over if you're watching this on video, you can see that I've made a whole bunch of notes. All of my talking points are written out before I record any podcast and it reminds me, Stacy, if you're listening to this, have fun doing laundry and hopefully I see you soon. Make sure you work really hard in your workout today or tomorrow or yesterday. So you want to make sure that you're putting your effort in when the effort, well, you can always give 100% effort, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to PR because you gave 100% effort. 100% effort for today could be, you know, a... 75% output compared to tomorrow. Get it? I know that it's kind of hard to comprehend that, but for example, your body may be totally, you know, totally tired from a workout you did yesterday, and you can put in 100% effort and get 100% out of that workout today without totally crashing and burning. Or maybe you want to crash and burn based off of what you know your body's going to respond to. But you have to know how to make those assessments, all right? You have to know, does your body need to be totally crashed into the ground because you're going to have like two or three days off because you're traveling or you're going to the beach house or whatever? That will be fine. You know, you can have the recover ahead of you. Or do you know that you've got a few more days of training ahead of you and it's not going to be very productive for you to totally slam your body into the ground because you know that you're not going to have the time to recover and get up 
and work hard the next few days, or you've got some crazy presentation or work deadlines. You have to think about those things and play this game of chess with your body, but know that you're giving it 100% mental effort and physical effort so you can get 100% results and not making excuses for you know, how you mentally might feel about things. You know, and there are some tools that I use, like, for example, a uh, big fan of this whoop strap here. And if you want to get yourself a <laughs> a month, if you don't have a whoop strap, you want to get a month off of their six month plan, you can use the code all around Joe and that will get you some a little bit cheaper, uh, your whoop strap. So I've been wearing the whoop strap for about a year and a half and it's not an end all be all guys. It's not like, Hey, my recovery score was 80 today. So I'm going to go crush it. Sometimes your recovery score is 80 and your body is still not hundred percent there. There, the whoop strap is not perfect. It doesn't take into account a lot of different things. It only takes into account certain things that, that it can. All right. It doesn't, it's not like testing your, you know, blood lactate levels. It's not testing your blood at all to see what is going on with your body internally other than the heart rate, HRV, how you slept, all of that type of stuff, which is better than nothing for sure. And it's the best thing that I've found that's out there right now. So do I use it? Heck yeah, I use it. But it's one of those things where it's like some days you're going to feel totally awesome and it tells you you're 20%. So and on those days, I'll go into the gym if I'm supposed to be working out. I'll feel it out. And some days I'll feel awesome and I'll totally crush the workout and I'll be a 20%. And other days I'll be at a 20% and I'll get going and I actually feel like I'm at a 20% and I, you know, just go through the motions, practice. Be, those turn into practice days. And then there are the days that you are at 80%. And you get going and you feel like a 20% and you can't get your body to do what you want it to do because there's these factors that we can't, that we can't quantify at this point in technology. All right. And then there's the days that you feel 80% or you you get an 80% score and you feel 80% or hundred percent and you can totally smash your workout and your day and do extra volume and all that fun stuff. So we do as much as we can with the products, technology, thoughts, know-how about our body as we can, all right? Do the best. We do the best, all right? I recommend having what I call a mindset for discovery. So you want to always explore if your mind is getting in the way of you crushing the workout. And as an example, I had something like this happen this morning where I was doing a workout the workout was 20-minute AMRAP of 30 overhead squats, a fairly lightweight, 30 box jump overs, 30 toes to bar, and 30 calories on the rower. A workout that I would love, you know. Um, that rep range is great. The overhead squats are my favorite movement. I love toes to bar. Toes to bar are really good for me. And rowing, because I'm a taller athlete, is also good for me. So the only thing that's kind of tough is the box jumps. Never really loved box jumps too much unless I'm rebounding. And I like my Achilles and I like to run, so I don't rebound very often unless I'm in a competition. So I looked at that workout and I thought, all right, this should be something that I do pretty well. But as I'm warming up, my overhead squats feel like garbage. Uh, my toes to bar feel not so good. My hands feel like they might rip a little bit during the workout. And I didn't even get on the, well, no, I did get on the rower. I was like, let me go ahead and row for a little bit and see what that makes me feel like. And it just didn't feel very good. None of it felt very good. 
<clears throat> so then I, I lay down for a little while, tried to get my mind right, thought about if I could press the intensity in the workout, um, see what's going on, uh, warmed up a little bit more to see if I get my body to kind of switch over and nothing really, nothing really happened, right? I still felt like kind of sleepy, body didn't turn on so much. But, you know, I thought, all right, let me just get into the workout. Maybe I'll get into a groove and that will feel better. Snatched the first barbell at 115 for the overhead, 30 overhead squats. Just couldn't get into a pattern of it. Still did 30 of them in a row. But the body was like, all right, we're going to work and you can push us. But we're not really, we don't have that much in the tank today. All right. So I pushed it literally to the limit um, where my body was failing at some point during the workout and just kind of hovered right there. And I couldn't, I really couldn't have pushed any harder on it. I I was at that limit and maybe uh, I'm at the limit of pushing a little bit too hard, but I knew that I, I explored or discovered what I had available to me that day. So I know that if I was in a competition mode, I would have probably burnt myself out and not been able to continue. Meaning like, I would have gone too hard, had to drop the barbell, and would have totally blown myself up for that workout. So it's good that I didn't have a competition today. Um, But I feel like I got 100% out of the workout, even though it was probably only about 70% of what I could have done on a workout just like that, okay? So you have to know and discover if you're getting 100% out of it. And you sometimes you do your best, and you don't necessarily know until you're done with the workout, and that's fine. And you make the mental notes, all right, I felt like this and I'm going to feel like this again at some point in, you know, maybe it's this week, maybe it's next week, maybe it's a month or two months from now and know that, all right, when all these things stack up, this is what happened last time. And let me see if I can do better or let me see if I can get what I think of is 100% out of this workout for today and be happy with that, even if it doesn't produce, you know, the top score on the board. And that's totally fine. Did you get 100% out of you? Because that 100% potentially is going to get you more gains than if you would have decided to not do the workout, or if you would have gone out of the gate really, really hot and blown yourself up, and now your cortisol levels all thrown off, and your body was like, holy smokes, Joe, I did not need that today. So you just have to have that particular mindset for discovery, you know, can you change your mindset and have a great workout or you actually beat down? That's, that's really the question that we're asking here. Um, some of the things that I've had to help me figure this out are to go for a five to 10 minute uh, cardio session. So like a ride, row or a run. And sometimes what will happen is that our bodies just are not in uh The energy system is not there and ready and primed to actually work out. This can happen if we're not warmed up enough. So going through this warm-up session can turn off our minds a little bit if our minds are getting in our way, and it can turn on the energy system that we need in order to perform really well on the workout. So for example, this workout this morning, I did that. My body still didn't turn on. So then at that point, I'm like, okay, I know that this one's going to be a little bit harder to to navigate through because my body is not flipping on some mis- some energy system that I was hoping that it would. I'm not getting that primed in my, you know, aggressiveness in my brain. So we'll see what goes what goes on here, but that's a great way to do it, you know, to get some intensity out of you. The other way is like flipping your mindset, all right? And I tried this as well. So, you know, see if you can just get uh competitive. 
See if you can get aggressive with yourself. See if you can challenge what your body is actually or what your brain is telling you right now. And sometimes that'll be it. So we need to discover these things to know, all right, am I actually tired? Do I need some rest? Or is it that my mind is getting in my way? I'm intimidated by the workout. I did a warm-up set and I just didn't feel as light as it should have. Those are the types of things that we want to be able to check off the list to make sure that we're not giving excuses for a reason or for things that we shouldn't be. And then, you know, sometimes you can push a lot harder and you will find that, all right, I am feeling competitive right now. And you'll get, you know, a couple reps into the workout and your body will feel way better and you can actually push or, you know, there'll be someone that's a little bit ahead of you and you're like, I'm not going to let that happen. I'm going to let my competitive nature come out and I'm going to try and, you know, go to my full capacity today. And sometimes you have it, sometimes you won't, but you always try and figure out where that is for your body and what's best for your body in that. All right. Lastly here, be okay with resting, all right? In our lives, we have this go, 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 go mentality, constantly going, constantly, you know, loading down with coffee when we feel tired and not being okay with resting, but our bodies have this built-in mechanism that we use daily, sleep. And what sleep does is it helps you recover and helps you feel better, helps you feel more energy mentally, physically, all that fun stuff. So... Be okay with it. I know it's easier said than done, but you know if you feel really tanked physically or mentally, rest. You know whether that means like, you know, just sit down, decompress, watch something funny on your phone, or you know whatever. Be okay with doing that. With doing that little decompression. Um, be okay with napping. You know, I'm not a big napper at all. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you fall asleep, but lay down, close your eyes, let your body just relax, be okay with going into that space. You know, it's like, I know Tony Robbins has this reflection time that he does with people when he's like, all right, how much time are you spending in these particular places, you know, reading Cosmo magazine or watching some junky TV shows or whatnot. And he says, this, he's like, it's not that it's bad that you're doing these things, but you have to take account of them, you know? And this is one of those situations where it's like, all right, you need to rest. And those particular things might be an outlet for you at this particular time. So it's not that anything's bad or good or bad. You just need to know when those things are appropriate for you and making sure that, you know, if you were spending a a ton of time reading Cosmo magazine or doing it every single day and not using it in those situations where you actually need to have your body be recovering, then that could be inappropriate or not good for yourself. But if you're like, all right, I'm training really hard. I'm doing really well in work. I'm eating well. I'm, you know, getting as much rest as I think that I can. And maybe I, I trained extra hard and I need more rest, then you can do those decompression type things. And if maybe it's reading Cosmo magazine for you, that's cool. You know, for me, I've noticed that um, when I watch a movie that's not too intense, my body actually has the same heart rate as sleeping, heart rate and heart rate variability as sleeping. Isn't that interesting? So I've noticed, and I found this out with my whoop, because almost every time that I watch a movie that I think is really interesting or, you know, lets my mind relax a little bit, I I have the same markers as sleeping. My whoop pops up and says, oh, you were sleeping at this time for those two hours of watching the movie. So figure out those particular things that can give you extra rest and relaxation. You know, 
I've heard of several companies these days having napping rooms. You know, you see it on some movies that have those pod things. But yeah, there's actually happening. So if you feel that way, go and take a quick little nap for your your lunch break. You know, eat lunch at your computer after you napped or before and go into that room, close your eyes for a while, put on some white noise, set an alarm so that you don't sleep through your, you know, completely through the lunch hour. But do that, you know, it's been said that like, 15 minutes of napping time can be incredibly beneficial for you mentally and physically. So give it a shot, you know, if you have that available to you or go sit in your car and try and close your eyes for a few minutes if you feel like you need it. Listen to your body. A lot of times we go through this intense life that we're having and we're not listening to our body at all. And I know several people in my life that I could, you know, call out here that's like, hey, You could use a nap every single day, probably. I think you're probably dipping into that overtime stress that's not productive for you, all right? And if you're listening, you probably know who you are. Actually, a lot of people probably could utilize this a little bit more downtime. And I'm not saying don't work out really hard. I am saying work out extra hard. You know, listen to your body. Some days it's going to be going through the motion. Some days it's going to be practicing. Some days it's going to be competing and going really, really hard and tearing yourself down. But if your body says, hey, I could use a few more hours of sleep, figure out how to get those few more hours of sleep. Maybe call in sick um, to work, go back to sleep, which is fine, guys. There are so many people in the United States that don't use up all their sick time, and that's what that stuff is for. Like, I never freaking get sick. So, If I had a job, if I was employable, which I'm not, um, I would use that sick time, all of it, use it all up. You know, if you don't feel like headed into work today, that could be a mental sign that you just need to recharge your batteries. Go watch that movie or read that Cosmo magazine or whatever makes your whoop tell you that you have more sleep in your life. Let yourself recharge when you need to get that body in balance. Be okay with not crushing all the time. I I can never work a full eight hour day and be productive. I get about four hour chunks and then I'm like, all right, get my top four hours of stuff done. And then I'm going to need to, you know, I can do like silly stuff like check emails or, you know, post on social media or whatnot, those things that don't take a lot of mental capacity. So it's really interesting that people expect themselves to spend years just crushing 40 to 50 to 60 hour work weeks when they're not being very productive. If you could give those people half of that time off and say, hey, I want you to get that same amount of work done in in half of the time, you know, in 20 to 30 to 40 hours or whatever I said, and they would they would get it done. They would be more productive. Shorter days, more highly productive time is a thing. You know, all of us entrepreneurs have that happen and we try and squeeze out extra hours and it rarely works unless we're using some something to help us out or, you know, we're charging for a certain project and it still doesn't end up being the best quality of work that it possibly could be. So take that time, use the napping room at your work or, you know, in the van here, I can go take a quick nap on the the sofa here and recharge my batteries a little bit or watch a movie because I know that that will recharge my batteries. And that's okay. You know, sometimes I tell myself, oh, shoot, I shouldn't be watching a movie. I should be like writing a blog post or doing a podcast for you guys or whatnot. But I might be able to do a better podcast or a better blog post if I took an hour, take a nap in the middle of the day and be okay with it or watch a movie because I know that that gives me that same type of response for my body, you know. So be okay with resting. And also within line with that, I want to say that 
be okay with having a bad workout, you know, or a workout you don't perform up to normal standards. Although we want to crush every single workout, at least I do, um, it's okay and explore, you know, did you give 100%? Were you the smartest that you could have been on that workout if it wasn't as fast as it could have been? If you weren't, make a note of it. Don't necessarily get down and hard on yourself, but be like, all right, I know that I could have pushed harder on that and I was just feeling sorry for myself or whatever. Happens to me. Totally happens to me. Feeling sorry for myself. Didn't go feel quite as light as it should have. Didn't feel like I had that energy boost. Sometimes you have to give yourself the energy boost. But if that happened, make a note of it. Try not to get emotional about it. And then identify that when it comes up the next time and see if you can get more results out of it. It's all discovery. You know, this is life. Don't take yourself too seriously. Don't be too hard on yourself. Try your best to be 100% and smart and perform at a high level whenever you can. Enjoy yourself. Have fun with it. We're doing all of this stuff for fun. If you're not in your job having fun, if you're not working out having fun, if I'm not making this podcast having fun, FYI, this is like my favorite thing to do is to do this podcast. So I'm having fun. It's good stuff. Uh, I know I might be a little bit intense at times, but this is what I love to do. You know, I've been 154 episodes deep now. I wouldn't do it if I didn't love it. So that being said, I, you know, I hope that that comes across in the podcast. And if it does, I would love it if you would share this with your friends on Facebook or Twitter or whatever social media that you use, because man, it helps a lot. You know, I'm up to almost 200 downloads a day. And my goal is to get up to, let's see, about 300 to 400 downloads a day in order to hit my goals. So if you guys would not mind grabbing the link and sharing it on your social media, you know how you could do that? It's super easy is you open up your Facebook app and you type in, hey, this was a really fun podcast. I recommend that everybody listen to it. And you can put in allaroundjoe.com slash 154. That's it. That's all you have to put in. You don't have to go to like the show notes necessarily and hit my little share button. That doesn't have to happen. You can just open up your Facebook app like you're probably going to do because most people spend about 20 minutes a day on Facebook. I just read that stat. Um, Go into the app. And if you liked this show, if it was beneficial for you at all, say, hey, guys, recommend that you check out Joe's podcast. It was really helpful for me. And the podcast is allaroundjoe.com slash 154. That will get you shot straight to my website where they can listen to the podcast there or on iTunes or Google Play or whatever, Stitcher Radio, however they like to listen to it. That would be very helpful for me. I would appreciate it a ton. So if you guys have any insights or things that work for you as it relates to training intensity and listening to your body, I always love to hear it, you know, or if you have any other questions at all, let me know. You can also go to that allaroundjoe.com slash 154 and drop those comments or questions into the show notes, which are down at the bottom of the page there. Super fun for me to answer those. So if you have any, let me know. I'd appreciate it. Um, And if you want to give this show a review, which I've been getting quite a few reviews lately, so I appreciate that because every five-star review that I get totally helps me out on iTunes. I noticed that I think I'm on like the second page of iTunes for CrossFit right now. So if I could get onto the first page, that would be super cool. So if people searched CrossFit, they would see the All Around Joe podcast. Yeah, that would be great. So you can uh, review my podcast by going to allaroundjoe.com slash iTunes. 
and it would be incredibly helpful. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this. Um, if you're ever in the Moorhead, Minnesota area, definitely check out EHP CrossFit. It's uh, great stuff from beginners all the way to advanced athletes. I would recommend that. I'm going to go and get another workout here in just a few minutes. So let me know if you need anything. The All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next episode.